Well, Richard. Hi, Paul. It's good to see you. I don't have time for small talk. We're launching a startup. Fine. So uh, last week, the official launch date, May 17th of Aboard, mm-hmm. came and went. We would love for you to put your name in. We're, we've invited, started inviting people in. We're going to keep inviting people in. Um, aboard.com. Uh, it's a place to uh, really sort of use the web in a calm, controlled way to help you... Uh, make decisions, collect stuff. Um, it's a pretty slick platform with a really cool browser add-on. So check it out at aboard.com. That's right. We'll, we'll stop marketing at that point, but go to the website, please, and do sign up. And we are bringing people in quickly. Yes. All right, so let's stop marketing it and talking about it. As you were saying those words, my brain flashed to two separate things. The mix panel, which is our analytics tool, user funnel. Yes. Because I'm just trying to figure out how people are using this and what they're thinking about it. Yep. Are they making cards? Are they creating spaces? You know, our own little nomenclature and world may not mean anything to people. So I'm trying to figure out what they're getting. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is it flashed to the MailChimp conversion rates, which are pretty good. Like Mm. we're we're starting with the people who signed up It's a simple story. It's a simple tool. MailChimp numbers look real nice. Yeah. We had the open rates quite good. Like it's like like 70 percent on the email and then a a goodly number are coming in yeah it's great it's great so like okay people seem interested engaged they they want to know what we're up to and all of that is good but but here we are and it's brought up a that's where my head is going you know what do you make of this product um five days after launch well what it starts to it's not really about the launch it's okay. not really about the launch. I as I I am very wary of entertaining myself as a technologist and convincing myself that the world wants to play with an open-ended generic platform. I'm very very nervous about that uh, because as we've talked to people, and we've so talked, we we should explain. We've built an open-ended generic platform. It looks good. It looks good. It's kind of fun. But when you do that, when you have a lofty kind of abstract tagline, like organize your passions, which is our tagline today, subject to change or not change, depending on what the world tells us. If you do that, people sort of look at you, pat you on the head and say, good for you, Rich and Paul. Hey, you really went for it. They don't care. They don't care about what you think you're, they, you, you, they're going to do with it. Yeah, they just Here, don't care. Here's what I, people do: nothing. They do well. No, it's not even just that. They're like, "Can I do this with that?" Because I my my son's hockey league really needs a schedule, and I'm like, "Well, it's really not designed for that." They don't care. They simply don't care. They they see it through their own lives. Uh, now look. Well, no, okay. So, just literally, it's you know how people say um, when you have have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Yes. With software, every everything looks like a hammer. Like they just hammerify everything. So they're like, "That's hey, a great observation." Yeah, you just showed me something. They're, they don't even care about the nail. That's right. They're just like, "That looks like a hammer to me." And you're like, "No, no, no, that's actually a screwdriver." They're like, "Yeah, but yes. look," and they just start smashing the nail with the bottom of the screwdriver. Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, okay." 
So let's go to a piece of advice number one. Oh, my God, already. I, I am someone who tries to put together a strategy <clears throat> that leaves, like, leaves the options open <laughs> for moving around. <laughs> Right. Well, let me let me contextualize why I'm laughing here, which is Rich's number one thing in life and business is to preserve optionality. You want, and and this is really let let's break this down for a second because I don't people don't think this way. Here's how most people see business: we're going to get a plan, and we're going to follow yeah. that plan, and we'll get our customers, and then we'll build a good business and yes. we'll get money. Yes. Okay. That's not how you see it. What you see is I'm going to make as many bets as I can simultaneously observing yes. each one. Yes. And then essentially the ones that don't work for, for better or for worse kind of never happen. Like we're just going to get them out of our brains. This is how I think about marketing. Like marketing yeah. is so alien to me. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, let's buy, you know, one of every color and I'll have all the scarves. And so what, what happens as your business partner for many years, and this is, I think, where, where you and I work well together, you create tremendous, your, the force of your personality, the decisions you make maximize optionality to the point that it can actually be kind of confusing and freeze people because they don't know, you're going in so many directions, they don't know which direction to go in. And they're looking for cues. And you're saying, yeah, I'm not going to give you any cues. I need you to go in as many directions as possible. Yeah. This is a very good and effective strategy for bringing things into the light really quickly. Yes. At enormous psychological cost. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Well, no, I, what, uh, what, what's, what's different is we now try to communicate and, and sort of isolate the psychological cost as opposed to just. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And no, no business was more purely exemplary of this than an agency where 15 things are going on at once if you're succeeding. I'm sort of optimized for agency. Yes. In a lot of ways. So this is your, so you're looking at a board and you're seeing, okay, we have built a general purpose tool because we believe that a lot of problems fall out of this kind of, like a lot, this tool can solve a lot of problems for a lot of different people. But the reality is you can't market that. Well, here's the fatal thing that happens when you do that, when you put out a generic tool in the world, is the burden of understanding why you want the thing shifts back to the user. And the user just yeah. wants a grilled cheese sandwich. Or a tool for their sales team or to organize their beach house weekends. They, they, I've been in meetings where I could hear the echoes of the meeting just before me where I didn't, I wasn't there, uh, coming through and them saying, can I just use it for that? Cause that's on my mind right now. And what, what's happening there, which can be very jarring by the way, for an entrepreneur who's building a product. Also very risky cause it's exciting to hear about use cases and then you immediately chase that use case infinitely. If you want to make an operating system for people's lives and you feel like you have the resources and the ambition and the drive to do it, then do it. Like if you, that's really your vibe and you think you've got, you, you're going to build windows 3.1 for everybody. Go for it, man. I want to watch that. Sure. I'll watch that documentary. Whichever way the movie ends, like, oh, I'll watch like, it. I can't remember the name of it. I think it, no, I do remember. It's called Serenity OS and it's like Windows 95. And a guy was in recovery from addiction and he's like, I'm going to just make an operating system. Like clearly it needed. sounds healthy for that person. He was building a whole new universe to replace the old one, right? Right. 
And it's really good and people use it and there's a community around it and it's kind of a clone of like mid 90s Windows. Oh, funny. It, it's very cool. Like the exact thing you're describing. Yeah. If you're a nerd like us, check out Serenity OS. It's yeah. a good cultural project. Is Serenity, Serenity OS going to unseat Microsoft or Apple? No, obviously. No, but it is, right. it's adjunct to this individual's quest for Serenity yes. as part of their recovery yes. journey. And that I, I just like, and I just want to celebrate that story for a moment. That's some good stuff. So here's here's first piece of advice, uh, which I think I was going to say about 15 minutes ago, but you interrupted me. But no, this, this is, is a, a podcast conversation. with two people. This is a conversation. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, yeah. I'm being silly. Yeah. First Woo, piece of advice. Um, uh, Monday morning rich, everybody. The, re- the reason... You want to keep options open is because you want to have as many options as possible, right? The downside of that and the risk of that, but the, uh, having too many options open means that users or pros- prospective users are going to glance at the window dressing and just keep walking. Let's give it a name. I, I like to call it optionality freeze. Like you just get to a point where everything kind of, cl- it's like, oh my God, we have so many options. I'm just not going to, you, you put the work on me. Yes, that's right. I walked by I'm the not store. Do I, the work. I thought I was going to go buy shoes and it's got like five puppies in the window. I'm not going to go in there. I'm not going to go in there. And yeah. I don't want to understand it. And then the name of the store is, there's a store upstate in upstate New York called like this, this, you know, the branding to be determined later is like the name of the store <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, really? Really? Like, yeah, okay, fine. 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 Yeah. So first piece of advice, um, alienate many users and embrace a few. I have faith in you. <laughs> as a product manager i know you can do this when people are able to quickly connect the tool to their own lives and you can do that through marketing by the way you don't have to change your whole product so that it it connects well for this is people hold on let me let telling me inter- stories sharing narratives that people can relate to that are narrower and not like you know organize your life are way more effective and you will have way more loyal users. Why bother? Why not go for it, right? Well, there's a few things that happen. Adoption is lower when it's too generic because you're making them do the work. Well, everybody uses Excel for everything these days, but it started as a way to add a lot of numbers. Yes. So here's the other risk around being too generic. Um, You have, and I'm assuming this isn't a fully fleshed out product. You're on a roadmap. You have a team. You're building stuff you start to flail when trying to figure out what to go build next. You have no idea. And what you do, here is maybe the most important piece of advice I've ever shared on this podcast. Okay. If, it was very sheepish, okay. All right. Well, I'm like, oh God, what, what are we going to get? Here it is. Yeah. Uh, your path to salvation is never your next feature. Do you want to know the path to salvation? Because you're going to have anxiety and, and, and hesitation. And you're like, you know, if we would just build this one feature, it unlocks everything. Bulletin. It never does. Well, this is a joke that I keep making because there's features that I really want in the product. Yeah. And every time I talk about them, I go. And then if I get that, I'm going to be really happy. There's no happiness. No. And, it, and, and then I tend to, then I like, but after that, I'm also going to need X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But then I'll be really happy. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you decide? 
What if it's not that? What is the path to salvation? I'll tell you what the path to salvation is. Wow, you and all the other slightly mentally Mega ill church. people <laughs> on the subway. <laughs> Money. Okay. That's the path to salvation. It is the path to salvation. Well, you just reinforced every stereotype of yourself that anyone's ever had in their entire <laughs> life, Rich. Good job. What Good I'm job. saying is this. Let me give you two examples. Okay. Okay. If you have a revenue model, which we don't have yet for a board by design, we mm-hmm. don't want one just mm-hmm. yet. The zigzagging through the maze to get to the revenue pretty much aligns your whole team. Like it pretty much tells you like we, we should. Yeah, that sounds good. Dark mode sounds good, but here's what I really need because it gets me about three inches closer to money. Correct. And I don't mean that in a, like an ugly, sinister way. Let me give you a second example and then turn the floor over to you. Hmm. If, the, if the product is for groups and businesses that are going to pay you, when they say, look, if you do these four or five things for me, I think I can pull the, tr- I think I can sell this, right? That is incredibly illuminating. Why? Because it isn't wondering if this feature is the one that everyone's going to fall in love with. Someone told you, if you do this for me, I will give you money. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe is good enough for me, by the way. Maybe is how you build an agency, in fact. Maybe I mean, is, 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 is the threshold. Uh, if you do that for me, I might, be able to get, I might be able to sell this internally. Great. I'll be back. Give me two weeks. <laughs> you and I violently agree on this. There's a moment, they were having some trouble at Google. I don't remember the exact story, but it was early days. And Marissa Meyer was at Google working on Google Maps or Search or whatever. Okay. And Eric, something wasn't working and the team was fighting and so on and so forth. And Eric Schmidt, who was the CEO at the time, yep. stuck his head in the door and said, revenue solves all problems. I mean, it sounds cold. No, and- it's not cold. It is, it's why we're in business. And I think that uh, what... I've noticed about the world, and I think this is, I'm going to bring this back to us, but also to, to everyone. We've, we've given this advice before, and this is real. Most people don't know what business they're in. Like, I think if you went to Microsoft, has hundreds of thousands of employees. Yeah. Many of them don't know where the revenue comes in. They just know that they work they on- They don't what- trace the, the, like, dotted line from this point to that point to this point to that point. I am in charge of the LinkedIn API integration with the Microsoft Word tool that will allow you to auto update your resume. Yeah. Okay. Now, true product managers at very large organizations, we we often talk about PM in a kind of spiritual way, but the actual role of PM in the industry and program management is to identify revenue paths and then build products around them. Oh, no. Like a good PM, like the product manager at the shampoo manufacturer is an MBA. No, it's not just that. They literally like, you know what? I we just did a study in 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 the south. If this if the bottle is like 10% brighter green, sales go up 4%. That's right. Well, and, and they the- go back with that data, right? Product managers have a feedback loop from the market back in to the agenda. Well, what they have is a platform that has distribution, that has products inside of it and so on. And they say, this kind of marketing, this kind of feature set, and we think we're going to get achieve a run rate within 18 months of X. And X X better be like millions of dollars a month or hundreds of millions. That's right. So, So you and I, what is an entrepreneur? What is a founder in this context? And I'm going to tell you, 
Go ahead. And I, then I want to tell you. Good. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure. A founder is someone who doesn't know what business they're in mm -hmm. and is, as opposed to an employee who often just accepts that situation, decides to go find out. Yes. 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 And that's what we're doing. We don't know yes. what business we're in with our product. That's yes. a ridiculous situation for any human being to find themselves yes. in. Yes. And that, and and what I'm feeling and I'm going to be just self-reflective for a moment here is that's not tolerable for me for too long and it's starting to bear down on me and I I need some clarity directionally about where to drive this effort and this team and everything. And I think that's healthy. Like I I think to build big, audacious things, you do need to tell money to wait outside for a bit. You know, uh, but you know what? It's starting to leak through the bottom of the door. Like, well, that's where we're at, right? I yeah. think there. Are, I, we've I've known entrepreneurs who've been very, very successful. They'll they would take another year. And that's it. Look, that that if we see traction, we may decide to do that. We're like, okay, there's there are people falling in love with this for these three reasons. Let's keep going. Let's hang back. Because once money is in the picture, all of your agenda gets reshuffled. Once you take money from anyone, a lot of other things kick no, in. No, that's it. You, there's literally a contract involved. There's literally a contract involved. What is your refund workflow? Now your product manager who is innovating on your tool is spending three weeks on the refund process. Well, the most important thing in your world goes from being the product to being the Stripe integration. Oh, all of it. Right? All of it. Like right. That's the most important thing. If... If the product's right, down, that's a bad day. If the Stripe integration is down, we're all going to die. Here, it, it, here's, here's what a product manager probably would rather not hear. Um, when are we supporting coupon codes? Yeah, that's right. It's real. But that's the real stuff. That's the real stuff. Um, I want to close with this. If you look at a lot of the startups that are out there uh, that succeeded, the early days, what you find is the founders go into an intense sales mode. Mm -hmm. I was just reading yesterday that the founder of Pinterest emailed 5,000 people with his cell number yeah, to essentially lean forward and say, I'm here to help. I'm here. I want to understand what's going what on. What cracks me up though is I think you and I, this is agency, like we live in that mode. You're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, 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 yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. That doesn't I mean, feel intense. It doesn't feel intense. And and, and the <laughs> truth is that early hustle and the superhuman founder would like make you get your credit. We heard, we've heard this from firsthand stories. Mm -hmm. Make you get your credit card out on the call to, to put it in and say, look, I want you to try this and use it. And I want to know what you like about it. I want to share my screen. I'm going to set up your email. That's a power move. By you the know, way. one of the best, when you listed a job on Stack Overflow back in the day, and you, if you put your phone number in, but didn't finish the form, it's like, whoa, no, no, no. You'd get a phone call. Hey, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I want to help you finish that. I mean, what we're talking about here is really connecting with humans in the end, right? Like you could build just the most glorious, elegant tool, but you're going to have to connect with people somehow at well, some point. Well, revenue solves all problems. Okay. And so we don't know quite what business we're in right now. And that's the loop. We have to create that loop, right? We need to go create paths that will drive revenue in. Yes. And that is what's going to solve the problem. Not us coming up with 50 new features. Check out aboard.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, good and bad. Yeah. Uh, also, get the word out about this just remarkably insightful podcast called Ziadi and Ford Advisors. Uh, hit us up at hello at ZiadiFord.com. Glad to answer any questions, 
We love mailbags. We do. It'll be time for another one soon. Yes. And follow us on at Ziotti Ford on Twitter. Uh... Good discussion, Paul. I'm enjoying this journey. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Have a lovely day. Bye.